1901, a woman by the name of Annie Taylor climbed into a barrel so that she could ride that barrel over Niagara Falls, the first person to do so. The reason for her crazy endeavor? She was struggling to make ends meet, and she was hoping for fame and financial security. It's Ryan from United Faith Mortgage, a faith and family mortgage team that tries to improve your financial outlook without having to ship you over a 170-foot waterfall. Our mortgage team happens to be an arm of a bigger company who is a direct lender, which means our company gets to use its own money and make its own decisions within its own walls. There's no middleman. This advantage often allows us to get you a better rate, which can save you monthly and lifelong money through a refinance, or help you with a cash-out refinance, cashing out some of your home's equity to use for life. We are United Faith Mortgage. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Melville Park Road, Melville, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Corporate NMLS number 1330. Equal housing lender. Not licensed in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, North Dakota, South Dakota, and Utah. And you have the privilege of hearing from Madeline Miller today. And she joins us every month. She's a Bible study leader, speaker, and pastor's wife. And she serves on committees and boards in Chattanooga. And she takes time to come to Moody Radio to encourage us as believers with the Word of God. Good morning to you, Madeline. Well, good morning. Good morning. So good to talk to you today. Well, Miss Madeline, we love that you just uh, just stop by and you just happen to drop wisdom on us all the time. And I love your takes on the different things, especially as we're starting this new year. So what are your thoughts as we're heading into 2024? Well, Happy New Year to both of you. I, I think most of us started the new year by writing or texting and Happy New Year to our friends and family, just kind of generally wishing them blessings in the days and the months to come. But I think, you know, if we were to take a poll about people's feelings regarding the new year, in my opinion, um, individuals would fall into about one of four different areas. Uh, the first would be relief. You know, just, <laughs> we are relieved that the holidays are over, although you had fun and you're glad uh, that you got to see people that you didn't get to see before and ate some good food. Uh, you're glad that regular routines are back in place and life is back to normal, whatever normal is for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or it could just be relief because the previous year was a Job-like year when one thing after another kept happening to you, the loss of some loved ones, financial disaster, personal health challenges, and, and you're just kind of glad all those things are behind you and you're ready to turn the page to a new year. Um, and then there were some people, bless their hearts, that, that view the new year with dread. And, and I call them the Eeyores of life. Uh, if, you, if you don't know who Eeyore was, he, he was a friend of the fictional children's character Winnie the Pooh. And Eeyore went through life with a dark rain cloud over his head, bemoaning every situation. And while it's true, we, we don't know what the new year holds, and that uncertainty makes many of us uneasy. And then listening to the news and reading about what's happening in our world adds to our anxiety. And it doesn't have to be national news. It can be anticipated bad personal news, um, medical test results, potential relocation on your job or loss of position or loss of employment. And, and some of us even dread birthdays like turning 30 and leaving the 20s behind or turning 40 and being called middle age. It's that general dread, regardless of the age of the passing of youth and getting older. Mm-hmm. And then there are the people who are full of anticipation of positive things to come. 
they've embraced Philippians 3, 13 and 14, and they're looking forward to what lies ahead. Um, if you've noticed, the days have imperceptibly begun to grow longer, and, and soon we will notice, uh, noticeably experience more hours of daylight and more opportunities for outside activities. And the new year will bring new opportunities, too, you know, for achievement, like that age-old losing weight, uh, uh, reading the Bible through this year, taking the first steps to learn a new language, or it may be the anticipation of the addition of a new family member through birth, adoption, or marriage. Uh, and then there are the people uh, who are just rather neutral about the whole change in years thing. Uh, it's just another day that we make a big deal about. But for us Christians, though, regardless of our view, we know for sure that God is in control and we can safely put our life and the coming year in his loving hands. Thank you so much for just um, walking through how these various places in our hearts, these various feelings can help us to start this new year or can hinder us. And we need to have direction in it. Uh, Absolutely. Absolutely. And that direction comes from the Lord himself. Okay. And then as, as, so you've talked about the feelings and sometimes you need to pull away from feelings and actually look at some, some basic truths about uh, where we are and how we can actually grow in the Lord Jesus Christ. Can you give us kind of an overview? Yes. Some basic truths. Um, One is that we will continue to have new years until God says, Time is no more. Okay. Mm. Uh, time, time will continue to march on. Um, but occasionally during some kind of, some particularly memorable times or joyful time, we just kind of wish it would go on forever. Mm. Uh, at least that's what we say. Mm-hmm. And we want to hold on to it like a kid at an amusement park, uh, never wanting to ride to end. But we can look at some of those things. Um, that God is in control all these coming days and months and realizing that there will be some challenging times and we can prepare ourselves for this. You picked a great time to listen because Madeline Miller is here with us, dropping some wisdom about 2024 right into your lap. And Madeline, you were talking about kind of the feelings that many different people have through the new year, but you also gave us a sneak peek into maybe some basic truths we need to bank on. What are those? Yes, one of the main basic truths is just to remember that uh, God is in control and that that time will continue to march on. Um, But uh, we can't hold on to things like kids at an amusement park never wanting to ride in. You know, sometimes adults may not wish for uh, endless rides at the park, but they want that perfect vacation to continue forever. Or I've even heard mothers say that they wish they can keep their child a baby because they love that time of life. And a lot of these desires for us are just primarily self-centered, uh, really kind of selfish requests. But there was an occasion in Scripture when God elongated the regular 24-hour day. It was in Joshua's time, and it was found in Joshua 10, verse 13, when the sun stayed in the middle of the sky and did not go down for about a full day until the Israelites avenged themselves on their enemies. Now, Joshua's request wasn't a selfish one, just so he could boast of a victory over his foes. It was God's desire for the Israelites to have victory over the Amorites. Uh, Because the Amorite idol worship and evil practices, God gave their land to the Israelites, and he did not want anything left behind to negatively influence the children of Israel in their worship of him. So... 
God had the sun stand still and the moon stop until the Israelites' God-given task was completed. And it's good for us to remember that as God was with the Israelites, he will be with us in the new year. Now, he probably won't stop the sun from setting. (laughs) (laughs) Doubt that that's going to happen, but his mercies are new every day. And he is faithful, and he's good for what he promises. So now, important to remember. I'm sorry, no, go I'm ahead. Sorry. Uh, now, that is a good point to remember. Um, there are quite a few Christians, if you ask them, they have Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 as their life verse. Uh, you remember it says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and not lean on your own understanding. Mm-hmm. In all your ways, submit to him, and he will make your path straight. And that's a beautiful truth. Uh, This year, we're going to probably hit some rough spots, or maybe there are some who are already in one, but we can be sure that God is there with us making our path straight. There is a sport called curling, where a player (laughs) glides. (laughs) Yeah, we we really got into that a few Olympics ago, but a player glides a special granite stone on ice toward a target. And then curlers, uh, they sweep the ice in front of the gliding stone with a long-handled broom to reduce friction and help make the path of the thrown stone straight. Well, God, I'm so thankful that he doesn't need a team of curlers with brooms to make our way straight. You know, all power is in his hand, and he has promised to make our path straight as we submit to him. Now, not only do we make our path straight, but he's also going to bring some new experiences and some new people um, and new understanding in the coming year. I remember when our son Zachary was, he was just uh, a toddler or just a little baby, and he tasted orange juice for the first time. His eyes widened and they lit up and there was surprise on his face and he licked his lips. And we looked at him and we said, he likes it. <laughs> well, well, there will be new things in this new year that will make our eyes light up. And we're going to say, wow, there are things that will help us in our spiritual growth, prepare us for the work God has for us, give us new insights. So look for those things and then prepare yourself for what God has in store for you in the days and in the months to come. Well, you're hearing from Madeline Miller, and we are looking at the new year and all that this year will bring to us. And Madeline, how do we prepare for what God has for us in 2024? Well, you know, that's a good question. That's probably what people think. And how can I prepare when I don't even know what's going to happen? Well, Part of the preparation is just making sure that we're in a place of blessings so we can recognize God's hand um, in what's going on and, and, and look at his leading and take advantage of our unique position as part of the household of God and being members of his royal priesthood. The first way is just be a clean vessel ready for his use. Uh, we need to confess and repent of any known sin uh, use Psalm 139, verses 23 and 24 as, as a prayer, asking God to point out anything that offends him, and then confess that. Um, and then once you do that, uh, 2 Timothy two twenty one tells us, you'll be ready for the master's use for every good work. 
uh, and to maintain that cleanliness. Take control of your thoughts. Uh, take captive every thought and make it obedient to Christ, Second Corinthians 10.5. And then be careful with your actions. Uh, visualize Jesus there with you. And then whatever you're doing, work at it with all your heart as if you're working for him. And then watching your words. And we all, I know I need that. And we all do. Uh, Psalm 141, verse 3, set a guard over my mouth, Lord. Keep watch over the door of my lips. Um, So first, be a clean vessel. And then second, be surrendered. Follow Romans 12. Offer your body as a living sacrifice because that is your true and proper worship. And then three, be obedient. Uh, Do what he asks you to do. There are things that we think are unimportant or of little value, but all have great importance if it is the Lord who asks it of you. And then when you can be trusted with the small things, that prepares the way for greater things. So in summary, if we work hard, to show the results of our salvation, as it says in Philippians chapter 12, verse 2, then it's bound to be a good new year. Oh, yeah, well, it, yeah, it should be. I mean, you just um, really put it out there for us. And these are things that we already know, but sometimes we don't uh, apply them into our lives to be a clean vessel. We know that we should be, but sometimes we don't take the practice to open up ourselves and allow the Lord to cleanse us and to be surrendered to what God has for us instead of us dictating, God, I want us to do this this year, instead mm-hmm. of, God, what would you have for me this year? And to mm-hmm. be obedient to what he's called us to. These are principles we can apply not just in 2024, but like every day, right? Every day. Every day. You're so right. So even waking up in the morning and thinking about that and said, okay, Lord, is there something that I haven't confessed? You know, uh, and I am yours today, Lord, for whatever you have for me. And then in fact, what do you have for me? You know, I have this planned out. I would like to do this, but what do you have planned out for me? And then being obedient. Uh, And I think sometimes that obedience is the hardest thing. Uh, I watched this one one thing that chosen on TV where Peter at one point, uh, Jesus tells him to do something and then Peter is telling, well, have you thought about this, Lord? Um, but we need to be obedient, obedient in everything, knowing that he knows the beginning, the end. He knows the future. He knows the plans he has, not only for us, but he is working his plan for all people. And so just do it and we will be blessed.